Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. podcast uh, with uh, all the questions, uh, but if history tells us anything, very few answers, but we'll see if we can fix that today. My guest has just released her debut album, available now on Spotify. It's a big hello to Woods. Hey, thanks hello. for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. A uh, big day, big day this weekend. How's it gone? How's, how's releasing an album in COVID? Um, absolutely not what we expected. Um, we're not, you know, playing any shows or kind of marking the occasion. Yeah. Um, we went out last night and I got to hang out with the band and um, that was great. But uh, yep. yeah, it feels very momentous to, to let it go. Because I think when you release an album to your fans, you then expect to be able to go see your fans <laughs> and have that's them sing the along and like that's, that's what you want. So what, you know, what do you do instead of um, going out and playing gigs? Well, so for the last three months, I've been building my album in Minecraft and then stream <laughs> streaming the whole like process on Twitch. So I've become similar to you with all of this setup you have. Yeah. I've become troubleshooting, streaming techniques and plugging in things and trying to work out that. But also building every um, song on the record in Minecraft, wow. which is, yeah, it's been a really fun project. Like I didn't, at the beginning of it, I was like, I'll just dabble. And then I was like... <laughs> Lockdown, level four. And I was like, yeah. Minecraft is my job now. Yeah, yeah at some point <laughs> you me. stop being a musician just start Yeah, yeah, I'm actually builder. a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> a really peaceful gamer that makes things out of mushrooms and Do I don't you know. know of any other album that's been released via Minecraft? So what's exciting, um, Minecraft got in contact, Mojang, and they yeah. said this is a world first. So that's exciting. Guinness um, World Record holder. There we go. I can put it in put it in the book. <laughs> Big tick for 2020. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of, I guess, like live music can kind of be, on, I don't know, live to a degree. You can do like festivals in Minecraft. There's a mm. bit of that. And there's like, um, like Disclosure had a thing where your fans could go in and find parts of the record. But um, yeah, the kind of building a song 
yeah. I, I guess when I write, it's usually thinking of being in a certain place or terrain. And Minecraft, I don't know if you've played before. No, I've <laughs> seen it though. Yeah, so yeah. it's like there's different... Um, I'm a grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I've seen it, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Um, there's like deserts and forests and everything kind of generates as you keep walking through the world. Right. So yeah, we've just had like a, a full server for the for my fans and community and you can kind of either watch on Twitch or literally bills. That's amazing. Which, yeah, has been really fun. Um, has there been time amongst that for sort of Saturday brunches, pouring over the newspaper, <laughs> doing the quiz Dude, at all? I, oh, man, I was on the way here. I was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of a bit spooked <laughs> by the idea of doing a quiz because it's like, yeah, I feel like I can kind of circle, that I can do the radius around the question, but whether yeah. I can get there yeah but, um, down the answer i yeah sometimes i look at those like really like you're at the hairdressers and there's the quiz and the kind of bad magazines oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. and yeah. i can sometimes like a celebrity quiz yeah celebrity quiz i could probably get oh yeah unfortunately we do the hardest <laughs> quiz in the country but uh don't fear because we have a brains trust here Love. to help you out uh i'm sure they'll have lots of knowledge uh that can go to your answers uh first of all uh, the owner of a bread business uh, let's say hello to Craig Van Baronson. <laughs> G'day, Kyron. Actually, in the business, we call it a bakery, but um, that's just a little yeah. bit of shop talk right <laughs> off the start. Um, but thrilled to be here. Woods, uh, great to meet you. Yeah, you too. And, um, God, I'm just ready to, to get into some quizzing. Are you the baker or do you just own the business? Well, uh, I guess it's it's half dozen of one, another dozen of the other, if if you will. <laughs> no, just a little bread joke there. Um, no, I don't bake a lot of the bread myself. I uh, originally I started off in a small little bakery, um, uh, but I, I now get to just do the the proofing, if you will, the administrative mm. aspect of of baking. That's big bread for you. Because the because um, <laughs> the thing about. Uh, the bread beers, if I can call it that, is that the hours are very early, aren't they? Because you've got to be there. You know, people want that fresh bread in the morning at 7 a.m. So you... I used to say I'd, I'd get up two hours before I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was early. It was early. I'd be up there 3, 3.30, um, 4 o'clock if, if I had to sleep in. No, but um, no, I, I was getting up fairly early and it had, a, it had a big impact on my life. Actually, I lost a lot of friends. And um, I was in a pretty bad place there for a little while, but um, you know we got out of it, and now I've got the the biggest the biggest bread bread uh, manufacturing company, biggest bakery in the uh, southern hemisphere. So, Would you do you call you know, yourself? Are you, do you think of yourself as in manufacturing? I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, what is manufacturing other than the the taking of raw goods and turning them into something solid? And um, yep. I like to think about that. And uh, not always solid, are they? You know, you can get all sorts of bread, holes in the bread, and uh... that's we call that the crumb in the game. Uh, if the crumb's not having fun, no one's having yum. Uh... <laughs> yes, of course. Um, well, thank you for being here, Craig. What sort of do you have any other areas of expertise other than bread manufacture in case they pop up in the quiz? Any any hobbies? A big part of um, being involved in bread is is trying to blinker myself um, from basically everything else. So th I do have some <laughs> peripheral interests in in milling mm -hmm. um, and of course the growing of various uh, cereal grains um, and also water purity and yeast. 
But really, again, they're all very central to to my key area of knowledge, and that is the the baking and selling of bread. Is baking the family business? Is this has this been going back a while, or did you start this Look, off? It, my my, uh, it's hard to say. I, I um I was estranged from my my father from birth, so I, I don't really know a lot about I'm the. Sorry um, about that. It's all right. Uh, I inherited his name and nothing else. Well, if any bread <laughs> questions come up, it's good Woods. to have that. Yeah, yep. it's covered. Um, let's uh, see if we can expand that knowledge base with our second member of the Brains Trust. It's a big hello to oh oh the sir. Same surname here, Greg Van Baronson. Hiya, Kyron. Hiya, Woods. Nice to meet you both. Uh, really excited to take part in the quiz. You own a, a butter business. I distribute butter as best I can. I don't actually make the butter, but I, I do distribute it, yeah. And is that you think of yourself in the distribution, like in the logistics game more than the butter game? Depends who's asking. Uh, I would hope that none of my clients are listening to this because the, the butter is marketed as hand-churned by me. But the, the business model essentially is I go to dairies, supermarkets, uh, markets. I take prepackaged butter, remove the packaging, and um, put my own label on it. <laughs> wow. So sort of a swindle, really. Well, it's not a swindle, unless a swindle is, you know, taking a product, putting a markup on it, and, and reselling that and pocketing the difference. Yeah, I mean, that's, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a swindle. <laughs> I think that's, that would be a swindle. Agree to disagree. Mm, okay. Uh, and have you always been in the butter game? As long as I can remember, my father, Greg Van Baron, uh, he was a he was a long-standing butter man. He'd always have butter on his bread. I can remember, you know, childhood's gone past, long summers, you know, rubbing ourselves up in butter to get a nice oily tan, and then taking some of that butter as it melts off the body and putting it onto a fresh baked loaf of bread. Wow, cumin melted butter. Yeah, you're not having butter unless you're using it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Did you sorry? Did you say your father's name was Greg? Yeah, sort of Greg, sort of like halfway so, between Greg and Craig, which are your never names. Really, <laughs> never really thought of it like that, but yeah, it does sound a bit like that. I have to say as well, I haven't met too many Van Baronsons um, in my time either. I have to say that's that's a funny one yeah. to see another Van Baronson. It certainly is an unusual surname i've not come across any i used to get bullied in school for the surname oh, too many syllables they said i when i went to the births deaths and registry office um to to put in a, an official birth certificate to begin the process of registering for my own bakery business they told me they'd never seen that name before so um unique yeah it is it, it is so what are the chances hey mm. uh, greg i want to say yeah greg yeah it's less less unique to the power of one today. I suppose I've found a um, uh, either a rival or a friend of sorts. I have to be honest. I have as little to do with but the butter game as I can. Yeah. Um, slippery. Chalk and cheese, I really find. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it is slippery too. Well observed by Woods there. Butter can be slippery in the wrong hands. <laughs> but if you put enough chalk on them. On the wrong body. Yeah, or on the wrong body. That's right. Some bodies don't take the butter. You put it on, it doesn't melt. Just this thick lacquer of butter. <laughs> These people in the morgue? That's what happened to my... Yeah, well, I had a, I had a younger twin brother, and uh, that's what my dad said. He said we used to put the butter on him and it wouldn't melt, so we, um, well, we pop him in a wicker basket and pop him down the river. That's actually a funny thing, because I have a very low core body temperature, and um, 
I can hold a stick of butter all day if I want, and it just will never melt. <laughs> wow! They said they have a vi- yeah. It's a cra- that's crazy, that's, isn't it? That's almost yeah. more unique, I'd say, than the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny, you know. Six wow. of one, half a dozen of the other. What a coinky dink. Well, shall we get into a quiz and see if this comes up again? Wish we would. Actually, before we do, Karen, I noticed that you you didn't ask if I have any other areas of expertise. Mm. Well, I thought I was going to cut that bit out, so I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get around to asking you, but but I'll ask you, and then um, and then we'll see if we can keep it. <laughs> Greg, do you have any other areas of expertise outside butter? No. Great. Let's do a quiz. <laughs> Question number one: Name the 1992 Melbourne Cup winner that died in Bendigo on August 29th. Woods, do you follow the horsies? I was born that year, <laughs> um, and I don't follow the horses. Um, no, that's that's a shame. That's a stinker to start us off because uh, the the radius around the question is yeah. quite big. Mm-hmm. Um, the Melbourne <laughs> that, that radius you discussed earlier. Yeah, yeah. To, it's like it's very the, broad. It's like yeah. absolutely. Let's fling fling some things. Exactly. What, what do not, you it's guys think? It's not multiple think? choice. There's no logic to be drawn. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Craig? That'd be you, Craig. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. I mean, now, just to clarify the question there. So this horse won it in 1992, but lived until 2020 yes, and died in August this year. In Bendigo. That's a, that seems very old for a horse, doesn't it? To You wouldn't think a horse would get too much past 20, but that's an old horse. I was of the belief that they euthanized all the horses as soon as they crossed the line. So this has come as a... <laughs> Somewhat of a shock yeah. to me. I think that's a modern technique they're using these days. It really, really bothers me to think that these horses are roaming around, you know, free range when they've essentially got no use left in them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't milk them. <laughs> no, and believe me, I've tried. I've talked to people who have tried. Horse have butter. <laughs> what do you think is the best milk for butter? Look, as I've said, I I, I couldn't say. I'm, I'm not actually familiar with the churning process, <laughs> but... um. I tell you what, the best butter to repackage is, and that's tararua butter. The the foil comes right off, and you can rewrap that absolutely no worries. Sometimes I wish I knew someone with a colder pair of hands so that I didn't leave fingerprints all over some of the blocks, but alas. This is a big reason why I try not to deal with the butter game. You know, it's just all very... There's an air of nefarity around the whole thing. We ran out of butter this week, actually, in our fridge, and um, bread was kind of... I don't know. It wasn't as exciting. Do you ever need butter if you've got bread? That's what I like to say, you know? What? Just have bread plain. Certainly for too long, I've believed that people have normalised just having a slice of bread sans butter, but so rarely did you see people hoeing into a a knob or a spoonful of butter without bread. (laughs) (laughs) Well, unfortunately, we're no closer to knowing the name of the 1992 Melbourne Cup winner that died in Bendigo on August 29th. It's the Bendigo that's throwing me. I could name your horses that died <laughs> in other cities around the same time, but the <laughs> Bendigo's really throwing me off, I have to be honest with you, Woods and Kyron. Uh, mm. Well, I guess at this point we probably just need to throw down the name of a horse. Mm. Bread and butter would be a pretty good name for a horse. Yeah, I think, but that's put down nice. Bread and butter. Bread and butter. Bread and Lock butter. it in. Question... I think that's a winner, Woods. I think, that's, I think you might have something there. To a ripping start. Question two. What are the first names of Australian Bushman entrepreneur R.M. Williams? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they're, they're, they're leaders in their game, just as you were both leaders in yours. Have you ever met R.M. Williams? Oh, I did meet R.M. Williams once. Um, uh, he said, he came in and he said, oh, I'm just, looking for, I, I'm just looking for a place that sells bread. I said, we don't sell that here. He walked out and a few minutes later I realised that the fame had kind of boggled my brain a little bit because we did actually, we exclusively sold bread. <laughs> and... Um, I regret that. I, re- I do regret that because it would have been a it would have been a real thrill to sell R.M. Williams yeah. to a loaf. And that mm. was so. You know, I was sort of I was thinking as leaders in your fields, you might have met at conferences or sort of corporate functions, but you no, met him no, when he just, just popped into the store. Yeah, just at the bakery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was old then. He was in his eighties and um, yep. very hungry. Did he mention his name? Did he introduce himself? He. I, God, now you've now you're probing me. Um, yeah. Well, you're going to ask what the day was next, Kyron. <laughs> Tuesday, I think it yeah. was. Um, I think could could have been Robert. Could have been Robert. It could have been Robert. Then again, it could have been Rimothy. Yeah, it could have been any manner of words that begin with an R. Mm. If you think about it long enough, mm. I mean, one of the big challenges when people, you know shorten their name to just a letter is it it really does leave everything on the table (laughs) (laughs) almost i would say probably rimothy m williams the m stands for m yeah (laughs) and the r stands for rimothy (laughs) i did think of of roger roger because roger could be good so it feels better than rimothy it feels a little bit better than rimothy i do like it would Marginally. be the only Rimothy ever. He could have instead of going R M Williams, he could have just been Rimothy. Yeah, because you'd probably you'd get all the URLs and the you thing know. is with a name like Roger, you'd wear that with pride. You'd stroll onto uh, the school ground in your leather boots and say, "G'day, I'm Roger." But Rimothy, you need something to hide behind, and there's nothing quite like a full stop after the first letter to really create a sort of air of mystery. Although R M could be Roger Moore. Bit of a side hustle. I understand oh. the guy was an entrepreneur in addition to an actor. Mm. Different oh. timelines? Oh, almost definitely. I wonder why you haven't gone for something as cool as that, like the G.V. Baronson, you know? You get a name like Greg Van Baronson and uh, you get a father like mine, the great Greg Van Baron, and you, you pretty much stick to your guns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot like the mystery that I've had growing up in that the only thing I have to go by is a pair of shoes of my father's with the letters GVB on it. And, um, and oh, that's, that's the initials of... That's the initials of Greg's dad. Yeah, and also my initials. Yeah. It's a small world, isn't it? Um, the, that Disney ride really, really hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Uh, do you, what do you reckon? You're Roger Moore? Um, I don't know. Maybe Rimothy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't Good. think... Rimothy M, the original... Rimothy M. Yeah, happy to put that down. I mean, we've definitely lost. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. The Dutch city of Delft is best known for what product? Do, are we thinking the name would have... Like, would go into the product or it's just a hot spot for... I have a feeling that it could be tulips. Oh, yeah. Um, I do like tulips. I think it could be tulips or it could be lace. Um, Or some sort of of fusion of the two. What makes you say that? Uh, There was a Dutch guy who used to come in and he used to to always start the day by... We used to have him in the bakery. And at that time of the day, 
you kind of always want to try and keep the keep the the, the brain awake. Mm-hmm. And he used to always just say a Dutch city and it's and it's famous thing. He'd say he'd say Ghent, and you'd say oh what, and then he'd say oh um, cheese, you know. Um, he'd say he'd say Groningen, and you'd say oh what's Groningen famous for? He'd say soil, you know, and. Um, <laughs> And I think with Delft, he he either said with either tulips or lace, <laughs> tulips or lace, yeah. yeah, or something else. Greg, where is your butter uh, made out of? And is it is it will it? Do you hope to one day have it famous enough that uh, the place you make it is you know renowned as it? I mean, it would be very difficult for for one place to to lay claim to being the home of the butter because it is pilfered from from everywhere. Mm. Uh, but yeah, obviously the the more famous the better for me. Um, I mean, I, it, we're based out of Auckland, but we've been known to import and export butter from as far away as Delft in the Netherlands to uh, even Melbourne, Victoria, where I believe you are. Mm. We have a huge amount of trouble with the shipping of the butter, and uh, we've run into all sorts of problems with sort of you know the Ministry of Agriculture and you know customs. Oh, customs, yeah. <laughs> You've You've had problems with customs as well, Craig. Oh, you, you no, Greg. You, they'll they'll stamp a stamp on any stamp if they want, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just so difficult. Isn't it? You get into it for your passion of repackaging butter, and then you get bogged down in the mire of bureaucracy that involves oh, customs yeah. officials rubber stamping all sorts of dairy products that come in and out of various different countries. This wheat is highly contaminated and shouldn't <laughs> be allowed into the country. Blah blah blah. Bloody milk drinkers, the lot of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Why don't you shut your fucking mouth, put a block of butter in the microwave and have a piping hot, refreshing cup of butter. Anyway, I think the answer is tulips. You reckon it's tulips as well? That's two tulips. It's just, I really like tulips and I've never heard of Delft. But mm. And that's immediately probably a weakness in, um, <laughs> in our theory. But I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, whether it'd be like a specific colour comes from Delft or... Um... It, could, it could also be porcelain, now that I put my mind back to it. <laughs> yeah. Could be for the Delft Philharmonic Orchestra. That's true. <laughs> That's a great product. I'd be happy to lock in tulips. Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, what a beautiful city if that's the case. Mm. Oh, Mm. Oh, well, you'd, you'd think that, but the tulips are mainly to offset the hideous architecture. <laughs> Question number four. Ornithology is the branch of zoology that deals with what? Ornithology is uh, which branch of zoology? Woods? Ornaths. Do you Ornaths. Sp- do you spend time uh, in the woods as well as being named after it? Maybe it's um the, the H is silent, so it's hornithology, mm. and we're talking about... Um, Cows. Cows or, or lots of different deer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure. It's birds. Oh. It's, oh. it's absolutely birds. Oh, you know uh, this one, Craig? Yeah, yeah. We released a series of bread uh, specifically for birds, and the ornithologist did not like it one bit because uh, I used a lot of contaminated grain that um, we weren't allowed for human consumption. Thank you very much, Customs. But um, we were able to sell it as bird food. And um, turns out if a human can't eat it, a bird certainly can. <laughs> well, exactly. I've always heard that uh, bread is bad for ducks and birds. You don't actually want to be giving it to them. Big time. But a lot of punters don't know that. 
lot of really. punters don't know that. And those same punters who aren't familiar with, you know, best practice in terms of feeding birds are a very vulnerable and pliable uh, group of consumers. Mm, exactly. Mm. You know, you've got to know your market. It really sounds like you're both just sort of out for a buck. Like the industry that you're in doesn't really matter that much. It's just, it's really about making that dollar. Couldn't disagree more. Mm. I agree with that strong disagreement. Birds it is. Question five. Name the founder of Islam. Oh, man. I, I knew that this would be hard. Um, I wonder if the Van Baronsons were religious. Well, I, actually, I don't. I say that as if you're related. <laughs> well, I, no. I don't know how that could be. Did you ever go to church when you were youngin? No. No, I'd walk past the church. I'd look through the windows. I'd talk to people as they went in, talk to them as they came out. Um, sort of a lurker. I'd break into, their, break into their cars and steal their loose change, but I, I never went in myself. So you would, you would rob churchgoers on Sunday yeah. mornings? Yeah, naturally. Right. It's just it's money that they were going to spend elsewhere, so why not spend it <laughs> on me? <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting perspective on stealing. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah, a new take. <laughs> well, I sort of grew out of it when I... Um, I got caught. And what I would pick up of what they were talking about from inside the church, very rarely did it seem to cover Islam. So um, <laughs> I don't know that my sort of my dealings are of too much practical application on this quiz question. Uh, Craig, did you ever go to church as a child? Uh, no, I didn't. Not having known my biological father and um, just being found in a wicker basket in a river... I um I didn't know to which religion I I belonged, and so therefore felt that it would be an injustice if I were to to engage in any of them, mm. lest my true God be angered or a false god be worshipped. Um, but you know I like to think a lot about that that age old axiom that um, give us today our daily bread, and um, <laughs> I certainly I certainly bank on that one, guy. Um, <laughs> Um, but through that, I, it, it does it does remind me of some of those other uh, axioms and commandments, if you will. And one of them is around is around prophets. And I wonder if the founder of Islam might indeed be the prophet Muhammad. Certainly, uh, the 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 name I would most associate with the religion. But um, like I said, they were mostly talking about something completely else. When I was walking past the church. Yeah, and I want to really clarify that I'm really in the religious aspect just for the bread. My my mum is gluten intolerant and every time we go to church she um walks up and gets the bread and then it's like, ah oh. I mean it's it's a couple of times a year. It's not like she forgets every Sunday. Um but <laughs> But she does forget every time. Yeah, she forgets every time. What does she do? And then with she's the like, bread? Oh no, like she eats it and I'm like, ah, it's like, yeah, on Christmas, and then she has regrets. But I don't know how much bread is in those tiny little biscuits. Well, I'll tell you this, Woods, as somebody who regularly manufactures those little wafers for the <laughs> church, there's very, there is very little bread in them. <laughs> <laughs> what are they made of? Are they made of something? Are they, uh, they're at least edible. Oh, yeah, they're edible in the same way that uh, cardboard or, or paper <laughs> or, or really anything is edible. It's the, it's the nutrition that you gain from it that makes the distinction between edibility and potability. Right, um, which is oh, so. where the water is good to yeah, drink. Yeah, it's where, the, where you take the water out of it. But um, Do you want to say the Prophet Muhammad? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. Question number six. How old was Donald Trump 
on election day. How old was Donald Trump on election day 2020? Mm. You're, you're American, aren't you? I am American. That was a good... So you must know the birth year what, what of your was... favourite president, I'm sure. Oh, man. Um, I know he's in his 70s. Um, and also election day, it, it was a, a long process. It went for longer than one specific True. day. So it's... um. Well, but, I think I know. think they, I think in this instance they are referring to November third. So okay, this is I, I think I know this one. Was he seventy four? Seventy. That's what I would have thought too. Yeah, seventy four. Because it's Biden older. Biden yeah. seventy seven, but yeah. he, he's he's definitely older. He's old. <laughs> I got reason to believe he's the oldest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> What's that reason? He's just so old. I mean, he's seventy Sarah. 77 from birth, yeah, but the guy's 150 by any other metric. He is old. Yeah, did you see him jog to his acceptance speech? Oh. I did. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy I'm happy for America, but that guy is old. He's going to die, as we all will, but he'll yeah. probably die sooner on account of being so old he is already on death's door. So do you reckon they should have gone with a younger, more sprightly president like Donald Trump? I would have picked Donald Trump for being a day over 30. Mm. Now there's a man who's been lathering in margarine. (laughs) I could tell that horrible orange hue, you know, from anywhere. Ah, of course, because margarine... It's not not, good. It's not a slice on butter, is it? It'll make you sick. Budget option for a tan. It's a huge threat to the butter industry, and I won't stand for it. You know they put toxins in that stuff. And if they don't, you certainly would. Am I right, Greg? <laughs> 100%. And I do. That's how I know they're in there. 74. Is that about the age of your dad? Yep. Greg would be 74 today. Yeah, it's his birthday today. That's right. He um, he didn't want to celebrate. He said he was reflecting on decisions he's made in the past. He, uh-huh. uh, he spoke sort of quite wistfully as he walked out the door about reuniting with... Um, I don't know about one in particular, but uh, he was mumbling about something. Uh, to have a dad. Mm. Right, I'll put down 74. Question number seven. Dave McCormack, who voices Bandit in the animated children's series Bluey, fronted which Australian band in the 1990s? A, Trifle, B, Crumble, C, Custard, or D, Jelly? I have a feeling that the musician in the room might know this one. So first, we'll go to Craig how old were you in the 1990s, Craig? Gosh, uh, ooh, uh, do you want that in uh, Baker's Baker's terms or uh, <laughs> human years? <laughs> no, no. I, um, God, I would have been just coming up on 41. Uh, 41, just as you the hit the 1990s. And ended it on 50. Ended it on 50. Are you sure? Oh, you know, as sure as I've ever been. Oh, right. 51 in 2000. Turned 51 in 2000. Likewise. Oh. Likewise, which means <laughs> that you must be about the same age as your dad, Greg. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah I, I've sort of, I've done a mischief there. I've used Baker's, I've used a Baker's, Baker's term. So oh. we use it, yeah, so I've, I was actually just coming up on, <laughs> I was just coming up on <laughs> 31. <laughs> 31 in 2000. Yeah. And were you using the Baker's Baker's term as well? No. No, no. Well, I don't use traditional aging metrics, 
But uh, yeah, so 51 by my calendar. But if you're following the more traditional sort of yeah. Roman calendar, I was I was turning 31 also. <laughs> Great. Glad we fixed that. It's funny because every every baking, every industry, every craft uh, to do with food will have their own counting system. <laughs> so uh, if I came in and I said uh, 51 loaves of bread, my my sous baker would immediately know that he needed to assemble 31. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't, what is the algorithm for that? I don't know, that's it's very complex. Me. That's that's most of baking school. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's learning that algorithm. <laughs> Do you think it would be uh, quicker and easier just to adopt uh, the sort of day-to-day maths that we use? Oh well, they say it was quicker and easier for the Germans to adopt fascism. Kyron didn't make it a good choice, <laughs> did it? No, no, I think we can agree it didn't. Uh, what do you reckon, Woods? Trifle, crumble, custard, or jelly? One of them is a band that Dave McCormack fronted. I feel like custard feels the most correct um, mm. to me because I haven't, I can't think of any. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about that that I think I I remember custard as a band. Yeah, it's a cool name. If it's not a band, it's my second favorite uh, yellow food <laughs> stuff. <laughs> After corn. (laughs) (laughs) Question eight. True or false? That's good news. Harry Potter, creator J.K. Rowling, was born in Scotland. Harry Potter creator J.K. Rowling was born in Scotland. Did you read the books, Woods? Absolutely. I feel like it really defined my childhood. I was was a kid that would go to the bookshop Mary Who in Townsville Mm -hmm. and line up in costume on the day it's at 901 it would go on sale yep. just like the train and um we'd just have this big line around the corner and i i was in the newspaper a few times in full costume wow. yeah um just and i i also did that with the movies but slowly like as you get into high school less people dress up mm. and but you still do mm. um that's cool um <laughs> but yeah i feel like yes about <laughs> yes about scotland um, well, even if you dressed up and self-identified as a witch, I understand that J.K. Rowling would uh, would disagree. She yeah. would very forcefully insist that you are a muggle. Yeah, I never got the letter. We actually, like... Uh, <laughs> She's quite bloody-minded with her designations. <laughs> she is, isn't she? Very particular. Yeah, yeah. It's um not, not great press for... I don't know what she's doing this year. Um, I think mostly she's... Uh, She's telling trans women they aren't women. Yeah, which That's is... That's the main thing she's been doing this year. <laughs> that is keeping her busy. Yeah. So busy and so angry. And not too many buyers for this product that she's she's shipping at the moment. It's an odd choice for an eighth book, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think she has a Scottish accent, which yeah. leads me to believe Scotland. I I feel as though this is trickery because she famously wrote... The uh the Harry Potter books in Scotland, and that's that's oh. where they're trying to get us because there's a cafe. If you make if you go to Edinburgh, there's a cafe, and their entire marketing scheme is um J.K. Rowling wrote the first Harry Potter here, oh. and that if they spent the same amount of time and energy on their baked goods, you know they might no longer have to anchor their business around this one piece of trivia. Yeah, yeah. I I also have a feeling um that she might be from the Forest of Dean in England. Um, 
That's and quite that's, specific knowledge about J.K. Rowling. Yeah, yeah, it was... Um, there were three things in that basket when I washed up on the riverbank. Uh, one was a pair of shoes um, with the initials GVB. The other was um, uh, an empty wrapper for a crunchy bar. And the third was a piece of paper that said J.K. Rowling might be from the Forest of Dean. It was very non-specific. And That's crazy. Do you know one of my earliest memories is holding an unwrapped crunchy? It's not really tethered to anything, but I remember as a baby, it came to me in a dream once. I write down all my dreams, and I could trace back this memory of just holding an unwrapped crunchy and saying to my dad, who was barefoot at the time, where's the wrapper? <laughs> that, yeah, that... It's such a wild carryover. I mean, it really is a small world, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I hope you get closure on um, whatever happened that day. It certainly seems to bother your dad. I hope we get that closure within two questions. Do you want to put true or false for Harry Sorry. Potter creator was born? I mean, often, you know, um, the police will turn to criminals to learn more about the criminal world. And, you know, if this is a trick question... You know, Greg's a trickster. Perhaps it, he's got some sort of inside knowledge. I'm not some sort of trickster. We've established I'm, this. You're a swindler. I'm you, you stole from people. Man. You stole I from people outside church. I found the loophole in the butter market that I look to exploit on a daily basis. Mm. Yes, I stole from people at church, but I only did that because they left money in their cars. <laughs> and if that's a crime, then you can lock me up. <laughs> that's an admission right there. True or false, you reckon, Woods? Um, I'm led astray by the idea that, yeah, she did write the books there, but I don't know. I want to say true, but maybe it is. If it, if it's false and we say false, we'll be very happy. Mm. Mm. And what if it's it's true, what if if you say true and it's true? (laughs) What happens if it's it's true, but we say false? What happens then? How do we feel in that hypothetical? Not not as good. (laughs) I, I really feel like she's British. Well, then we'll go false. False. All right. We'll Let's put down do false. it. And I'll put in brackets, Forest of Dean. Uh, mm. Question number nine. Who wrote the novel Fahrenheit 451? They were sticking on the book theme, but, but switching topics. Have you read Fahrenheit 451? Did you line up around the block dressed up? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Um, I'm not too across Fahrenheit 451. Nine one. Four five one. Four five one. What about you, Greg? Not a big reader. So I I didn't read Fahrenheit four five one. I of course watched the made for T V adaptation. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Craig, are you a big reader? Well, actually it's just n- not particularly, but Fahrenheit four five one is of course the temperature at which paper burns. It's also the temperature at which the crumb begins to rise in bread. And in the game, we sometimes call that the Ray Bradbury. Um, we say, oh, that's a Raymond Bradbury. Um, when it's rising. No, no, when it's 451, we go, oh, it's hit 451. Uh, I think we've hit Raymond Bradbury. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a reference to the author of that book. Um, <laughs> but it could, it could help. Um, it also could be wrong. I could be misremembering what we say at that temperature. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, that could be the author. That could the be book. the author. Or it could be just a complete non sequitur. 
um, that we say at that temperature after Ray Bradbury, um, who mm. who loved watching the crumb rise. Do you like to read? You obviously, I mean, when you got out of the wicker basket, you had a note uh, about J.K. Rowling. So one of the first things you you ever got was was the written word. Has that inspired mm. you through life? To oh, um... oh, certainly, certainly, yes. Um, I've read a lot of great books. I've read um, Bake by Dan Leopard, um, Bread uh, by Dan Leopard, um, Bake Essential Companion. Um, Who's that by? Dan Leopard. And, of course, The Complete Pies and Tarts by um, Margaret Fulton. <laughs> I, I, think there's, I think we've lost something with the, with the written word, haven't we, these days? You know, like, I'm sure in that original note, like that sort of that old world calligraphy that uh, people used to have, you know, by someone's hand. That's true. It had a very distinct, uh, very distinct uh, style. I actually got it tattooed on my arm. I, I can show you there. That's oh. the exact... Um, wow. Typography oh, yep. of the note. J.K. Rowling was born That's, in Forest of Dean, tattooed yeah, on your arm. Yeah. <laughs> That's very similar to the font that my father, uh, Greg, writes in. And I would know that because I've spent a long part of my life forging his signature to um, counterfeit various different checks, withdrawals from banks. But that is to a letter, almost identical on what has been described by a handwriting expert as the most idiosyncratic writing style. He has ever seen. Unbelievable. I think there's too many coincidences here. Are you sure you're not related? You have the same surname. You, uh, were, you were found with a, 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 rap, a crunchy wrapper and you remember holding a crunchy with no wrapper. Uh, you know, you work in the bread game. You work in the butter game. Uh, you know, you, 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 you uh. have a long lost father and you reckon you might have a, like some sort of crisis that your that your father's going through mm. at the moment perhaps about reunion about reconnection and here just now you say that that font tattooed mm. on craig's arm is precisely the same font used by your are you sure uh, you're not brothers i don't know current just because yeah. a donkey's eating truffles doesn't make him a pig you know that's right i think you're, you're grasping at a, a variety of disconnected loose ends there and trying to weave them into some sort of unified string or rope but um, I'm I'm pretty sure I'd know if I had a brother called Craig Van Baronson. Yeah, I think I'd pre- I'd be pretty sure if if I had a, an exactly identical to me guy called Greg Van Baronson that I was related to. You know, I mean, you even look similar. Like you look very similar. It is a spinning image. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. I've been confused at times, knowing which one is me on the screen. But um, <laughs> you know, on this Zoom here, blame the postman. <laughs> I mean, there's so many coincidences here. I think it's almost a refusal to believe that you're related. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> if only there was some way, if only there was something that pushed it over the edge. But alas, we instead have this unconnected list of coincidences. All right. Well, yep. Uh, I mean, Raymond Bradbury. What did you say, Raymond Bradbury? Is that what you say when the when the bread rises or the temperature hits? Yes, yes. And as I've said it, I start to wonder if. Maybe it is incorrect, but, you know, um, it's a fun thing to say. We'll find out soon enough. Do you want to put Raymond Bradbury down? I do like the idea that someone called Greg um, just had two sons Mm. and was like, Greg uh, Greg and Craig, like, just, that's beautiful. Let it go, Woods. That's not what happened. (laughs) 
This is like, what should I call these these children of mine? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's another coincidence. It'd be, mm. it'd, be, it'd be like a fairy tale, that I'd say, you know? Yeah. Speaking of fairy tales, question 10. Who was Queen Elizabeth I's mother? Mm. Who was Queen Elizabeth I's mother? Is that on the next season of The Crown? <laughs> yeah. um... Do you follow family trees, Craig? Oh, oh, almost exclusively. As a man who's been desperately trying to find his dad, um, oh, I'm, I'm obsessed, obsessed with family trees. Um, yeah. So what, time. what sort of hunts, you, do you hunt around for clues when you're putting them together? Oh, yeah. I mean, I look at things like, I look at, okay, you know, um, what, what evidence do I have to go by here? You know, I, I, mm. have, I have my name, I have the Van Baronson. It's, it's such a unique name. Um, you just you kind of start to piece things together. I managed to find a a, a grandfather, um, uh, a maternal grandfather named Greg. Um, I I managed to find a great great aunt um, called Greg. Um, but <laughs> you know that's about. I've got, as... a, I've got a great great aunt Greg as well. Gee, I just it is a. It's wild how some names drop out of fashion. You know, they were obviously quite I know. common. I mean, my family is littered with Greggs. Yeah, and mine then, too. You know, you look further down the line and it's like the name just totally disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, well. Not unlike this identical twin brother I've been promised. Mm. So they've been split into two separate personalities, you know, and held apart for all of their roughly 51 years. <laughs> 31, I think we... 31? Yeah, yeah, 31 in 2000. 31 in 2000. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm so now I'm about 49, 50-ish. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm 76 now, but in, in Baker's terms. In so. Baker's yeah. terms, of course. It is interesting those the way names come and go really, isn't it? Yeah, Elizabeth Elizabeth I of England. So yes. She, now, Mary, she, exec, she oversaw the execution, if I remember back to bread school, Elizabeth I <laughs> oversaw the execution of Mary, Queen of Scots, which means mm. that she was trying to stop the Stuart pretenders, which makes me think that she must have been a Tudor, potentially. Sure. sure. So therefore, perhaps her... I, I feel like Elizabeth was a... Are you saying Elizabeth was a Tudor? Yeah. Or was she a Stuart? I think she was on the tail end of the Tudors, but again... So what then, would I know? I didn't go to baking school. So, what's the question again? Who was her mother? Yeah, yeah. Who was Queen Elizabeth's mother? So we'd, we'd need not just the Tudor, but also their first name. So it would have to be Henry. Uh, but then, didn't Henry have seven potential wives that could? Um, but he had to. It had to only be the one that was legitimate. It's just like when you're baking a loaf. Um, uh, a, a is this, why they, this is why they teach it to you. You make a baker's dozen, there's 13 loaves there. One loaf will always be illegitimate. And you have to determine <laughs> a strict hierarchy of legitimacy and enforce that through religion and the courts. Right. Um, otherwise, That's why you're going to get up so early. Exactly. A lot of work to do. You don't want to get into violation with the Magna Carta. So <laughs> I think if her mother was a Tudor, could it be... Anne of Green Gables. I mean, I, I'm just remembering back to baking school. So this is, you know, <laughs> this is 30-odd years ago. Shall we jot um, down Anne? Anne is good, yeah. Anne is good. 
That's 10 questions. How do we think we did? Woods, what are you hoping for out of 10? Oh, man, like three? <laughs> yep. Well, that's our lowest score so far. Any lower than three would be the worst. No. Be the worst score that we've had. The highest is eight. What do you reckon, Greg? Uh, I, yeah, look, I, I don't disagree. I think the highest score you've had so far is definitely eight. And are you hoping to top that today? I, yeah, obviously it would be nice. I would say it is highly unlikely. Uh-huh. I think we've performed pretty poorly. <laughs> full credit to the team full credit um you know it's it a quiz of two halves and um you know we put it we put in the put in the yards well, let's dive into the first half and see how we did question number one was name the 1992 melbourne cup winner that died in bendigo on august 29 you said bread and butter <laughs> but the answer was sub-zero Ah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So. Mm. Bread and butter, of course, died on uh, August 25th <laughs> in Ballarat. <laughs> Question number two was, what are the first names of Australian Bushman entrepreneur R.M. Williams? You said Rimothy M, but the answer was Reginald Murray. Damn, oh. Reginald is such a good name. It is. Yeah. He shouldn't have hit that. The Dutch city of Delft is best known for what product? <gasps> Both agreed it was tulips on the Brains Trust, but unfortunately it was pottery. Oh, no, oh. that was so close. Question uh, four, ornithology is the branch of zoology that deals with what you said, birds. The answer is birds. One yes! right. Yes. We got uh, that. Question five, the name, the founder of Islam. You said Prophet Muhammad, and that's correct. Woo, thank you. So in the first half, <laughs> two out of five. Let's see how we do in the second half. Question A six. A baker's half. How old will, was Donald How old was Donald Trump on election day? You said 74, and that's right. Yes. On a winning streak here. Seven, Dave McCormack fronted which Australian band in the 1990s? You said Custard, which is true. Yes. Question eight, Harry Potter creator J.K. Rowling was born in Scotland. You said false, and it's false. Hey. Yay. Okay. born in England, no reference to the Forest of Dean, unfortunately. Dang. Nine, who wrote the novel Fahrenheit 451? You said Ray Bradbury, and it's Ray Bradbury. Yes, that's a really good, well done. That was a really good one. Yeah, that's very specific. Thank you, bread temperatures. (laughs) (laughs) And question 10, who was Queen Elizabeth's mother? You said Anne, and it's Anne. Yes! Oh, man. Thank you. Seven out of ten. Whoa! Are you kidding? Wow. Well, literally, it wasn't me. Thank you both. (laughs) I know. It's almost like their minds united to bring this quiz together. Between the two of you, you sort of have two, like the perfect halves of the same brain. It's just a shame that we'll never see each other again after this. <laughs> it is a, it's a real shame. It's so unlikely to meet such a like-minded and faced uh, person. Yeah. Mm. Um, but beyond uniting to perform this quiz with words, I, I cannot foresee a circumstance or reason that I'd ever associate with Craig Van Berenson. My no. unrelated namesake. Especially working in the industries that we do. Um, much like mm. oil and water, bread and butter, never the two should meet. Well, I think to celebrate, I'd like to welcome you both to uh, Comedy Republic, a new uh, comedy theatre that's opening in Melbourne. Perhaps you could meet there and, um, you know, see if you get along, maybe talk about old stories and... Um... Show each other our uh, birthmarks and the such. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I could get down with that. 
That'd be mm. good. That, actually, that's I think in the future there's there's a few comics that we're going to have on that um, could be a good night to select. Uh, hopefully, if the borders open, we're going to get over from New Zealand, Guy Montgomery, one day. I'm sure. Aye, yeah, that guy. <laughs> no, you don't want that guy. That guy's a dog shit <laughs> comedian. He's <laughs> He steals all of his jokes from churchgoers. <laughs> and prepackages them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dresses them up as his own, but I know. Yeah, I've seen it happen before. I saw him dress up some jokes once as Carlo Ricci's jokes. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, it would have been hard to get all that Titanic gear into shape. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> what a hack that Carlo yeah, Ricci is. If you're going to steal jokes, at least do better than taking them from Carlo Ricci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You may as well just open an encyclopedia and start reading it out and pretend it's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Craig, Greg, Van Baronson, um, I'm very thankful for you joining us uh, today. I nearly got, I nearly got that sent out. That's all Thanks right. for coming, both of you. Um, I've got a. This is a perfect timing. I've just got a text from my dad saying there's an impromptu family reunion. That's weird. Well, I just got a a text from a complete stranger <laughs> saying the same thing. Do you think? Do you think maybe that's the same sender? No, 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 I can't imagine that. Woods, thank you very much for joining us today. Congratulations on the album. Oh, thank you. Uh, it is called Crystal Ball. It is on Spotify right now. Uh, if you leave this podcast, I can't think of any other podcasts worth listening to. Uh, if you leave this podcast, head over to Spotify, uh, search Woods. Thank you. That was Wax Quiz. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Have a good time. Uh, goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.